Welcome back to Holistic Healing Space, everyone. I'm your host, Holly, and today I have a really lovely guest by the name of Paula Day. Now, Paula is a highly skilled business expert and a trusted advisor with a wealth of experience. Her passion lies in supporting driven business owners to master their businesses and grow in a way that aligns with their values. So in this episode, we will be talking about the importance of our mindset in order to cultivate a healthy relationship with money. We'll be discussing how to work less and earn more, balancing family and business, as well as Paula's book, which is called The Money Playbook. So if you're a business owner or you're thinking of starting a business, then tune into this podcast to get some great tips from Paula. So Paula, welcome. I'm so pleased to have you on the podcast today to talk about money and all things mindset. Thank you so much. Would you like to tell us a bit about yourself? Thanks, Holly. Thanks for having me on first. And um, yes, here to talk about some money mindset and um, a little bit about me. So I've come from sort of a corporate background, um, accountant by trade. I spent like 18 years um, climbing the corporate ladder, ended up sort of in and out of um, sort of, you know, sort of million and billion dollar type businesses and deals and working with, you know, high level execs and parliament and things like that. Before I sort of got to the point in my career, where I thought I've got to change this. I can, I think, you know, a lot of people can get to that point where they're like, I either continue on this path or I choose to to take a different path. And what I found at that point was I just wasn't seeing my family and I wanted to see my kids grow up. I had younger kids and I just wasn't seeing them. So I knew I had to make a change and I decided to start my own business. I'm you know, hired someone to help me out. It wasn't my first go at it. I'd run sort of some businesses beforehand and hired someone to help me out to become a coach. And I, I didn't actually start off business coaching. I started off doing uh, relationship coaching and then moved into business coaching. So it was it was a different start to what I had planned, and um, and then quickly moved to to um, back to business coaching and consulting, which was my whole background of sort of I guess the past twenty something years now of just helping businesses. And so yeah, that that's how I I got to doing what I'm doing today. Amazing. And there's definitely a crossover anyway, isn't there, with relationships and businesses? It's you know, there's definitely a lot there that I guess you've learned that's helped you as well. What an interesting background. And we all want that balance in life. And you've got five kids too, haven't you? I do. I do have five kids. Wow. So if anyone's sitting back and thinking, oh gosh, I can't do it, Paul can. me, you can. <laughs> It's possible. And that's really great to hear too, because I think that's what we're all seeking. Um, I'm really interested in terms of when it comes to money, how our mindset plays a big role. And it sounds like you really know a lot about that. Would you like to share your knowledge? Yeah. So I guess it can it can come up in lots of different ways. And you might feel like either in your career or in your business that you start to hit like a maybe a bit of a ceiling or you have the same sort of um, behavior playing out over and over again you just can't seem to reach that next level if you feel it like you feel like you can't really charge more or um, you don't want to look at the money that it can be so many different ways that our mindset can just block us from getting to that next level and it's just um it can be really frustrating <laughs> it can be yeah. hugely frustrating it can show up in lots and lots of different ways some of the 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 common ways that it's shown up 
that I see it a lot and definitely um, even from my point of view being an accountant by trade I still had this trait to do this which is stick your head in the sand and just not want to look at it right or perhaps you don't want to look at the bank accounts or you don't want to look at the business accounts or you don't want to look at the money because you've been told growing up you're not good at maths or you've got that, oh, I'm not good at maths or I'm not good with money. And so often what I see is people handing it over to their partner or handing it over to a bookkeeper or an accountant, you know what, they can just look after that for me mm-hmm. or um, a trusted a trusted um, friend. So many times, especially I'm going to call it out with women, like a lot of times I'll speak to women more, more often, you know what, hubby's better at that than me. And it's, it's just been passed down through the generations of, you know, you're not good with money or you're not good with maths. Mm, <laughs> and it's yeah. and show up in that way, which is, um, yeah, just not wanting to look at it. Another way is thinking that money is evil or it's not good if you make a lot of money. And, you know, that can also stem from stories from childhood or stories from around you that you've seen. And almost every movie is like this where the, the, the rich person is not the good person, you know. So, you know, and so we're not, we can end up in this space of thinking that it's actually evil to ask for money and that it's actually, if I have this gift, I shouldn't be charging a lot for it or I shouldn't charge for it. And so this can keep you in a cycle of being, keep, keeping you poor because you're too afraid to raise your prices or charge what it's actually worth or even charge at all. There can be whole industries around that where you feel like you can't really charge for for what you're worth. Yeah, that's so true. I'm really guilty of both of those myself. So, And I I know how difficult it can be to shift that mindset and that pattern. And like you said, it can come from what we learn in childhood or our cultural conditioning or whatever it is. And it's it's really important for people to know that that's just a belief and and it's you know you can shift and change that and that and it, like you said there are industries that you feel like you can't charge more or you shouldn't charge more or sometimes it's the people around you who are not charging more or stepping up and then you kind of stay in that frequency so you need people like you to say hey move to this frequency we can do this we can shift and yeah that's really important isn't it it's really important yeah like I see it like I see it a lot with natural therapies and um that sort of industry where what they're doing is really valuable but because they're coming from the heart and not you know a lot of the industry is not charging really what they're worth there is a tendency to feel like you can't charge more that's very very true so anyone out here in that industry it's very important to know your worth isn't it really that you you can charge for services yeah to know your worth like absolutely because sometimes you've got all of this experience and you know maybe you've set your prices you know five years ago, 10 years ago, sometimes I'm speaking to clients and they've set their prices maybe 10 years ago and they're too scared to increase those prices. What if I lose my current clients? What if I don't attract anyone? Mm. In that time, they've actually grown their skills. They've got better at what they do. Like all of these things have added to it, but they haven't been able to step up and go, you know what, I am actually worth more now. Yeah. Afraid what, you know, what will happen. Yeah, no, that's very, very true. 
So what are some ways that people can help to, I guess, shift their mindset around how they view money? Yeah. The first thing I would say is like identifying, if you can identify what that block is for you, because, you know, it's not going to be the same for everyone. You you yeah. might be the one, you know, who's feeling like, oh my gosh, here, I'm not looking at my money. Or you might be undercharging, or you might be thinking it's evil, or you might be thinking that, you know what, I can't really make this much money because my whole family has never made this much money or none of my friends make this much money. And if I make this much money, I don't even know what's going to happen to me. I might lose everyone. (laughs) They might think I'm, I'm silly or whatever. So it can, it can appear in all different ways. This, this money blocks that you can get. So first of all, is to identify what's, you know, what's in the way so that then you can work towards correcting it. So, you know, if you're the one who's got the head in the sand, you know, just the first step is to get intimate with that money. Just decide that, okay, I'm going to take the first step. You might not on the first week end up with a whole budget or cash flow or anything like that. You might open the bank account. You might set some time aside and you might actually look at the finances and look at the money and go, okay, well, what do I need to know to understand this? Because it's your money. Like if you're running a business or you're in a career, it's your money and you have the right to ask as many questions and sound as silly as you want. Like if you think that you're going to sound silly, it's it's not silly to ask these questions. Just ask as many questions as you need to, mm. to understand it, right? Yeah. To understand it. Because what I find with a lot of businesses is people will start to run a business, but they don't, they think, oh, I'm making all this money, but they're not considering the tax. They're not considering that they're going to have to pay for all of these expenses. They're not, going to, they're not considering all of these different things. So what's left in the end is actually not as much as what they thought they had. Yeah. So having a really good understanding of it will give you better targets, will get your, your head in the right space of knowing what you need to know. And it just lets you feel good about like where you're at. You know where you're at and now we can step forward rather than just being oblivious to it. Yeah, no, that's so true. And I like that you said ask questions. It's so important to, doesn't matter how silly the questions might sound, like you said, it's your money and, and you need to know. So in terms of um, the blocks, yeah, that, that's so true. It's recognising the blocks first, isn't it, and then be able to work through them. Um, what are some other critical mistakes that you feel people make in the initial phases of their business or, you know, throughout their business, I guess? Yeah. So there's, a, there's quite a few different things that can pop up for different people, mm-hmm. right? So, But the first thing is if you don't know where you're going, if you don't have that clear vision of where you're going and you're just sort of following what someone's telling you or what you think you've read in a book or something like that, that's your next step. If you don't really know where you're going and factoring in your circumstances, your um, season of life, then it's really difficult to know that you're going to hit it. So having that clear vision is really, really important and just being aware that you're not the same as someone else. Like, so even if you're, you know, hiring a coach or you're getting a program or you're reading a book about how to get your business up and running, that your journey might be different, right? My journey was very different at the start of my business because I had young kids. Now I have older kids. I'm in a different season of life. And also, you know, heading into a different season of life with what I want to achieve. So it's, knowing what that that vision is secondly know your money like 
get intimate with it because there's just so many so many business I've spoken to like they've been in business for five years six years 12 years still not really across the money Mm. working really really hard in the business wondering why they still can't really pay themselves well Mm. or sometimes at all so Mm. we want to make sure that if you are running a business like you probably started it to have money that you can actually take some money for you and be paid really well for it so just looking at that Mm. and I guess you know it there's there comes a point where you need to seek you know, you need to outsource or seek assistance with with those things. It can get really overwhelming. I find myself. I'm not. I'm going to put my hand up. I'm not great with that side of things, and um, it, I do get overwhelmed. And I think a lot of people do. And sometimes you might have more of a creative mindset or whatever. But that's still putting yourself in a box. I guess you can expand from that. But we all need help too, don't we? Yeah. Like that's, and I, I see that as establishing. You know the team of people around you that you need to achieve your dream like and that's going to evolve over time like often um if I think of like some of my current clients have come to me like you know they've probably worked with someone before they've done a program or they've worked with someone and they've got so far but it's it's going to evolve over time so looking at you know who do you need around you do you need someone you might need a bookkeeper you might need an accountant you might need a coach you might need a personal assistant to look after things but looking at what your needs are and Mm. and not just looking at it from a point of business as well like if you are a parent or you are a carer or sometimes we forget that we can actually help ask for help in our life as well yes not just in the business mm-hmm. and you know this is where a lot of you know parents get blocked or especially parents who have you know kids with special needs or if you're looking after someone a partner or or a, a parent who's 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 got some um health issues as well like your your time is limited so think about like help where do you need it specifically because your needs will be different to someone else's like I don't want to look at a school newsletter. There was one time where we had, well, last year we had four schools. Like I don't want to look at a school newsletter. I can't read four school newsletters and get everything out of it, right? So, you know, my personal assistant's going to handle that sort of stuff, right? For me, a personal assistant who can do some business and some um, life admin is essential. But for Mm -hmm. other people, it won't be, right? For some people, they're going to have young kids and, you know, maybe it's, you know, having a bit of childcare rather than a bit of help in the business is is a cheaper way to give you time or it's a cleaner or someone to come in and prep the food. Like look at what you're doing and think of, you know, is this the money-making activity or can I get some help here? Mm. Is it going to move me forward to my goal or is it is it hindering me? Yeah, I love that. And I think asking for help can be a big block for a lot of people too, can't it really? But I love that you said that it's not just, you know, looking for help in, in other areas. We forget, you know, where else can I just ease the pressure a bit? So that's really helpful. And mm. I, I have read your book, The Money Playbook, which I'd love to chat a bit about. I found it really, really helpful. Um, can I ask why you wrote it and or anything really? I'd just love to hear more about it from your yeah. side. Okay, so when I started writing the money playbook, I think I put that that in in there as well. Is I was like, who am I to talk about money? So like a block came up for me, like, oh my gosh, like who am I to talk about money? And I had to remind myself that, gosh, Paula, you're an accountant. You've been doing this since you know you're 
like 21 or whatever. So, you know, you've been doing it for a really long time and it's okay to talk about money and people need to need to talk about it more because it's just not spoken about. And especially in in small businesses, what I see every single year when I do my research at the start of the year, so many businesses have failed and it's usually like a really high percentage, you know, 60%, 70% of small businesses fail. And it's not because of lack of passion and it's not because of lack of sales. It's usually lack of cash. Like they simply run out of cash. <laughs> so, so knowing this, it's it's really important. So I wanted to I wanted to share that because I think there's a lot of, lot out there on here, write the business plan in this way or do your marketing in this way or or whatever. But it's understanding that you're running a business and you need to understand about money and it's okay to build this business in a way that makes you money and gets you the lifestyle that you want. Yeah, perfect. No, that's really important. And how would you, I think you've already kind of answered this question, I guess, but if there's anything more to add about how we can cultivate a healthy relationship with money. Yeah. This is where all those blocks will come up, you know, and and sometimes we're not going to recognise them because we've been living them for for years and years and years and that's just how we've been showing up. And so, you know, this is this is where you get, um, uh, if I give you an example, like going back, we sort of have these limits, you know, and I've, if I go back to when I, I had like a, a divorce in my life and I lost, I lost the business and I lost a marriage and I lost all my money <laughs> and I built that up. I, I owned a home, I had all of this stuff and I was stuck and I had to start from scratch again. But because I was used to having money and I was used to having the home and I was used to having the car and I was used to having the kids at private schools, I was able to build that up really fast because I was already, that was my limit. Like I wasn't prepared to go below that and it's just like it came around me because I knew that that's where I needed to get to. Mm -hmm. But going beyond our limits is usually the the hard bit and that's where we need to look for, okay, have I got my head in the sand? Am I not feeling worthy about charging these prices? Like what, where am I getting in my own way? Am I scared about failing here? Am I scared about success here? And just being really real of like what is coming up and what's getting in my way and, okay, how am I going to get out of my way to do this? Because sometimes we can even just get really busy doing all the things and pushing harder and harder and harder because that's what we've been taught to do like hustle harder hustle harder yeah but that's I mean in that book that's what why uh, a big reason why I've written it is because you don't have to do that you can set your business up to simplify things for you and work around your life your vision your goals and also make a lot of money Mm. you've just got to do things a little bit differently to what you're doing currently yeah and that's so important because yeah a lot of us are conditioned just to think that we have to hustle and that was that was how I was too and with the work I do as a counsellor it's a common thing to watch and I like that you said about your limits you really sometimes believe that that's your limit and you don't feel like you can actually rise above or aim higher and it's nice to hear that too I'm not nice to hear for you actually that's the wrong way to put it but for knowing that 
we can build ourselves back up again. And I think, you know, that, that gives people a lot of hope. We can always build ourselves back up. It's just about taking the right steps. And, and I guess the next question is a million dollar question, which you kind of just started to delve into, is how can we make more money and work less? Yes. <laughs> this is and I've got so many tips in that in that playbook on yes, this. Um, <laughs> so but how to make more money and and do it in less time. I think that's the the key because we we only have so many hours in a day and if you think about it there are plenty of people out there making heaps of money and they're probably not working anymore. Well, they can't work any more than some people, right? So mm-hmm. Some people are working harder and harder and harder and they've, they're filling up all their, their time and they think, oh, gosh, how am I going to get to that next level? Because there is no more time in my day mm. and, you know, I could take on an extra job or I could take on an extra client or whatever it is, but where would I even place them? Mm. And so that's where we need to have a look and go, well, we've got to do things differently. So sometimes um, a lot of the time when clients come to me and they have this problem, their their business is growing usually, they're working really hard and they're like, we've got to hire a team, we've got to hire more team, but we're, we're like all frazzled, we don't want to do it wrong, we want to come, you know, we're going to get some help here. Often, very often, team is not the first thing. Often we're getting the infrastructure in place or we're looking at, okay, well, where are you actually spending your time? Could we do it better, smarter, quicker, automated, streamlined. Like you're looking at how do we set these systems up to make it work for you? Mm. And that's going to be different for every single person because sometimes, you know, you're going to love one part of your business. Like you might love being creative and that's the space that you want to stay in. You don't love the other stuff, but you know how to do it and it's hard, you know, hard to sort of part with it or you've always done it that way, so that's the way you're going to do it. So we want to keep the stuff that you love, but the stuff that you don't love, we want to be able to have a look at that, okay? Can we do it better? Can we do it smarter? Can we streamline it? Can we automate it? Is it the right step to do it now or is it the right step to do it later? And that comes with analysis. That comes with looking at it. And it comes with looking at a number of different things. So that's just, I guess, one, one space that we can look at. But there's a few, a few other things in the picture too, like optimizing prices, like having a look at have you even increased those prices, yes. <laughs> right? Or are you sitting there on prices that you have been on for a number of years and it's time to, to up those? Or have you been too scared to do that? from fear that, oh, I'll be priced out of the market or no one will purchase my service. But what I can say with if you're having that fear come up is if we just look at the the economy, like you, you've got the, the less expensive, you know, shops like, you know, Kmart or Target, you can go and buy a handbag, you know, it's going to cost you barely anything, might last you a season, it's all good. And there's nothing wrong with that. But then you've got the up, you know, the handbags from like Chanel and then you've got everything in between. Mm. And you've got a buyer from all, all of those spaces. You've you've got people who are ready to buy at all of those levels. That's so, so true. So it's the same in your business. Mm. It's the same in your business, right? Mm. Um, great to yeah. remember that actually yeah it, it's it, once again it comes back to our limits or you know what we perceive as what we we're worthy of and yeah yeah absolutely working with a, a 
one of my current clients, we've been working together, I think October we met, they were just doing like very small clients, um, people that, you, you know, businesses that you wouldn't remember their name, like they're, they're small businesses and they were growing fast. Two weeks ago, they did Dior. They've moved up and now they who, they, who they're doing, like the, the clients they're serving are on the, on the bigger level because nice. they've just kept on taking the step forward. Yeah. But so many people stay in one space because they don't think that there's a possibility of moving. That's so true, 100%. Mm. Well, in terms of women in business and family roles and money, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, as a mother of five children, from my perspective, it sounds like a, a big balancing act. What are your thoughts on women in business with families? Well, I've always been in business with the family and uh, I started off doing it, I guess, the, the hard way, working really, really hard to build my career and not seeing my kids so much, but I had always had the money coming in. And I, I didn't like that. I didn't like like seeing my, my kids on a photo on my desk thinking, gosh, you know, I'm doing this for you guys, but I'm not getting to see you guys. Like I knew I wanted to make a shift at some point. I knew I wanted to see them more and I knew I wanted to do it differently. But this is going to look different for every single person, right? So, you know, some people are going to be like, you know what, I just want to spend some years with the kids and then I'll go back and I'll get back, you know, a job or I'll get uh, my business set up then. And there is no right or wrong, like just knowing that there's no right or wrong. It just is, it is your journey wherever you're at, but you do have the ability to create whatever you want, wherever you are. Like even if you're standing there now going, oh my gosh, like I haven't been working for ages or I haven't taken any steps forward. You just have to take the first step mm. because you never know where that first step is going to end up. And I mean, if I share with you, I don't know if I shared with you, Holly, like one of my first businesses was actually a t-shirt business. <laughs> I, ran a, I ran a t-shirt business. Yeah. Um, while working corporate, right? And I thought that I was going to jump into that. But all I did was listen to a podcast, follow every step that it said in the podcast. And so I listened to someone like what what I'm telling you now. I just followed and I took action. I ended up hiring a coach who, like I found a Tony Robbins coach who had created a similar business and she helped me and we we built this business which went so well it ended up being on the top 10 pages of Amazon it was it was going very well yeah. um, but just knowing that you just have to take that first step and you never know where that first step's going to lead you yeah. but you've just got to take it um, it's that action before knowing or before having complete clarity. And that can be a scary step for a lot of people. I know, you know, it was for me too. I keep, you know, saying that. But it can be because it's that unknown. It's like, what if? And then your fears come up, you know, those blocks of what if I do that and it doesn't work out? And, you know, like you said, you're not going to know until you take that step. But I like that you talked about having that vision and kind of knowing where you're going or having, you know, that that vision and who knows which way it'll go sometimes. But it is taking that first step and just taking that leap. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Mm -hmm taking the leap and not yeah as you said like you might fail and I'm gonna say it you will fail like if you are going to succeed everyone who succeeded has failed over and over and over again they've just got back up definitely you know like what's the worst that's going to happen you're going to go and get 
another job. It doesn't matter. Mm. It just doesn't matter. You just get back up and you just keep going towards whatever that vision is. It's the people who don't get back up that are out of the game. That is so true. And you learn, don't you? You look back on your experiences and I guess you can kind of see, oh, that's why it didn't work. Oh, that's what I did wrong. And and taking the learnings and getting back up. I love that. It's it's yeah. you know, so important. So in terms of a healthy work-life balance, which I think we're all seeking too, do you have any thoughts on how to cultivate that? Yes. <laughs> so that is one of my tips in the Money Mindset book as well, because nothing will ruin a business, a career, your money more than your relationships going down because when your relationship is not good what's not good like everything around you like if you're you're fighting with your partner or it's not great or you're not in the relationship that you want to be in with yourself with your partner with your family like it affects everything it starts showing up in your health it starts showing up in your interactions it starts showing up in your business and a lot of businesses do break up when a relationship breaks up and that's how I lost my t-shirt business right so it's so important it is so important so coming into this business I was so so clear of the relationship had to be a key. Like I had to make room for that. And Mm. when you're, especially as a woman running a business, you are in your masculine a lot in your business, Mm. right? So you're you're there, you're you're getting stuff done, you're taking action. And when you switch into your relationship, it's so important that you don't go in with that. Because if you go in with the masculine, you'll force your partner into their feminine. And this is where you get the interactions of, you know what, I just feel like it's off. I feel like we love each other, but I feel like something is not working. Mm. Something's not working because usually the energies are off. So making time, I like to make a little bit of time to, to shift into my feminine to be able to go, you know what, I don't have to talk about business all the time with my partner. I actually just want to, you know, be with him and enjoy our time. Some people like to have a shower. My coach shared with me that one of her good friends has a shower and actually like scrubs everything down. Like she's getting rid of the the business and she's into like mom and partner mode, right? Um, Another one of my clients, she liked to visualize like she's taking off the business hat and she's putting on the the family hat for me I just like to take a couple of deep breaths I close everything down I know that my team is on top of everything I let them know that I'm not going to be touching things for you know quite some time and it's family time yeah or it's partner time so I'm just can be fully present I'm not checking my phone I'm not answering anything the team's got me right that time it's so so important so important Definitely. It's like really learning how to compartmentalize, isn't it? And I love that you spoke about moving back into your feminine energy because, um, <laughs> yeah, it's so important to, to to switch to that in a relationship. And I've, I've had businesses with partners in the past and I look back now and I can see where I, I wasn't able to do that. And all we did was talk about business, 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 and it just ruined the relationship. And yeah, we, we need that balance. That's great advice. I've taken a few bits and pieces from there. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like you have answered this one again, going through everything we've just spoken about, but if there's anything more to add about how people can ensure that they're building a solid foundation within their business, anything else you'd like to add there? Yeah, I guess, especially when you're building, like, so I guess there's different stages of business. So when you first start off and you're building that solid foundation, 
get a good plan in place. Like don't go into this blindly thinking, oh, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, master this and do this thing over here. Like really know what what you are aiming for, what's that next goal for yourself that you're striving towards and have a bit of a plan to get there. So, you know, when you're first starting off in business, it really is all about authority building and and marketing and mastering sales and things like that. As your business moves up and it starts to, you know, bring in the sales, then it's a, a different space that you've got to play in. Then you're looking at, okay, well, how am I running this? Because often, um, this is where the businesses, they're running like a startup and they've got to shift into running like a, a bigger business. And and mm-hmm. so because you can't scale your time, like you don't have any more of that and most likely you want to get some of that back. So that's where we start to look at, okay, well, how can we actually set this business up in a way that works for you, not against you? Yeah. Works for yeah. how you work, not against you. Like, mm-hmm. and this is how, you know, you can set things up in different ways to work for you. I've got like little alarms going off. I, I like to have little sprints of things. I like to get the hard things done first. Like I'll have little habits set up that make it easy for me. But for other people, they're like, I really love the delivery of my business, but I don't love this bit. So mm. we want to make sure that they're in that bit fully loving life, you know, <laughs> building the business from where they want to be. Other people are going to be like, you know what? I just built this business really to make a profit and I want to, I want other people under me. It's going to be all different models. Yeah. But just knowing what's what's right for you and having a plan, looking at your finances, knowing your money before you make a decision, right? Understanding it, understanding where you're going and understanding how to get there. Beautiful. Yeah, knowing what's right for you is important, isn't it? And knowing that you can get there with your advice. So Yeah, you can always get there. Like this is the thing. Like there's so many people out there doing amazing things and someone's probably already done something similar to what you're you're about to do or are doing. You know, you... All you need to do is keep on taking the step forward. Yeah, exactly. And in terms of making an impact in business, what are your thoughts on on that? Yeah, it's really important to me to make an impact in business. Like it's really important to me to, I guess, spread my message because I feel like when I started to write this, this money playbook, I had read like before that I'd read so many business books. I'm like, I am going to know everything and this is what a lot of people do when they start, especially women, like we feel like we've got to know like everything, we could do every course, like I've been there, done that, you know, <laughs> like yeah. oh, I've got to have that, I've got to have this next qualification, I've got to have this next thing and and for me too it was like I'll have to read all of these books and what I noticed is most of the business books were actually written by men and they were written a long time ago and they were written for a different era of women were supporting their guys or, you know, they had some sort of support system in place. And so when I looked at some of the things, I think there was one concept there. I was just like, there's no way I could do that. Like there is no way I could operate like that. I operate completely differently to what these books are saying. And I wanted to show people a different way that you can actually achieve what you want in business without hustling really, really hard. You can set it up in a way that will work for you Mm -hmm. and you can make money. It's okay. You can work out how to do that for your business 
and you can do it in a way that suits you, like around your season of life. Like some, you know, some of my clients, are, you know, have young children. Some of my clients have, you know, are into that season of they're heading towards this is the last five to seven years that I'm going to have this business and that we close up shop, right? This is, this is our exit plan. Just know where you're sitting in that season of life and also in the season of business. And you can, you can set that up in a way that suits you so that you're not one of those people who are getting to, the, you know, becoming one of the st- statistics of having to close down because you've run out of cash or you've, you know, you've had a, a your business has failed. You are actually across everything. You are aware of what's going on. 100%. Well, thanks, Paul. I think we're coming to the end of the podcast, but is there any other words of wisdom or anything that you'd like to share with the audience? I think if you're sitting there and, you know, if you're at the start of, a, you know, your career or your business and you're, you're scared and you're thinking, oh, gosh, how am I I'm going to charge more or how am I even going to be able to do this? Just know that if you are in that space and you are feeling scared or you are feeling like you are failing or you're feeling like you're not worthy or you can't do it, it's only because it's a road less travelled. It's only because it's a different path to what you have been shown, right? And that's it. It's a less comfortable path because it's not the path that most people are going to walk. Yeah, so just know that, you know, it's okay to take that step forward. Find, you know, I would suggest finding your community, finding, you know, your people, finding a podcast like this where you can tap into it and tap out of what the norm is for you right now so you can see what that different side is. And if your business is actually moving along and you've been in it for a while, I would suggest that you, you know, you take some of these tips just to go, okay, well, am I looking at my money? Am I running this business as smoothly as possible or or am I still running it the way I have been for a really long time? And do I need to have a look at it now? How can I do this differently? How can I do this better? How can I make this Um, a smoother run business and grow it in a different way. So two different perspectives (laughs) from two different, I guess, spaces. Great. I love that. Very motivating. And so how can people access the Money Playbook? How can they get their hands on that? Yeah, they they can just download that at um, if they go to pauladay.com.au forward slash the Money Playbook. You can download that for free and that's just got, um, a lot of the tips that we discussed today in it, but it's all strategies to simplify things in your business and help you just make some more money. Definitely worth a read. I really, really got a lot out of it. And we'll pop all your details below the, in this podcast, Paula, so people can contact you. Thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom. I've gotten so much out of it myself, so I'm really happy and I'm sure the audience will too. I really, really appreciate your time to chat and share your knowledge today. It's really helpful for a lot of people. Oh, thank you, Holly. Thanks for having me on. 